top 10 centers in the NBA. Now, I'm not going to lie. This list took me a long ass time because, bro, the criteria for centers, well, really, to be fair, the criteria for a lot of positions, you know, it changes. You know, point guards, you got to look at how well, how much are, are they really a point guard? You know what I mean? Like, do they get assists? Do they run? How well do they run an offense? Um, shooting guards, like, how much, like, are they, how good of a scorer are they? You know what I mean? Small forward, power forward, uh, how much of an all-around talent are they? You know what I mean? On to the center. And traditionally, what do you look for for top five? Top five. Number five, you look for rebounds. You look for blocks. You look for, I don't know, how well they can dunk. You know what I mean? Like, that's how uh, traditional Moses Malone as um, Shaq, you know, some of the some of the greatest centers that we, we, we view in our history. That's how we judge just interior dominance. You know, but the game's changed. And that's just what makes this list so hard to fucking to rank. And it's funny because, like, from my point guards list, like, I'm, I, I came in this bitch hella confident. But now with this center's list got me scared, bro. Like, I'm just like, I just want to be done with this shit because this shit's tough. But fuck it, bro. Without further ado, honorable mentions and... I have two honorable mentions, but, like, they're kind of the same level for me. Uh, so, Stephen Adams and Clint Capella. Fucking Aquaman head ass. And fucking big ass Dennis Schroeder. I don't know. I feel like that's the best nickname for him. Big ass. Big ass Schroeder. Um, but, yeah. So, Stephen Adams. Big as hell. Strong as hell. Probably the strongest man in the NBA. Um, from New Zealand, she. I'm sure he probably played rug, rugby. But imagine Stephen Adams, fucking seven foot two seventy, playing rugby. Bro, you. I need like a a sledgehammer to bring his ass. I be, I just gotta break that nigga's kneecaps. Like nobody's bringing him down. You just gotta die for the knees. Hope you don't get concussed. Like anyway. I think Steven Adams is now the longest tenured Thunder. So look at that. The Literally, he's the face of the Thunder now. So shout out Steven Adams. Um, I mean, well, I don't really know what, what else I can say about Steven Adams. Uh, does his job, 11 points, like 10 boards. Great interior presence. Uh, knows his role, does it well, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. Big man is, like, it's so boring to, like, rank big man because it's like, oh, yeah, they run the floor. Uh, they uh, they score when they're two feet from the basket, and they're, like, eight feet tall, so it's, like, easy. Um, yeah, and uh, they're all, oh, yeah, they're all te- terrible free throw shooters. Yeah, they're, like, it's all the same shit with these motherfuckers. But, yeah, like, for me, Clint Capella... I guess a little, like a bit, a little more athletic, um, grabs a little more rebounds, but he also plays like five, six more minutes, 
And Clint Capella is kind of tough. He has that uh, kind of like that dark and that dark cloud over his head because of how he left. Okay, I said okay. See, Houston is really. I really hate to see what happened to them to that motherfucker. Um, Westbrook got his ass out of there. Um, but we could talk about it because style like stylistically, pre Westbrook, it worked. Cause you know they're five out ass. Um, Capella could just sit in the block. Harden is either gonna take a, a fucking step back thirty footer, which you know those rebounds can go anywhere. So Capella has just as good of a chance as anybody to get that. Um, or Harden's gonna drive. Uh, center steps up, either floater or lob. It's there every single time. But with Westbrook, Westbrook had a problem. Because Westbrook wasn't really spacing the floor effectively. And so when Westbrook had the ball, he needed to get to the rim. And Westbrook attacks the rim viciously. So it's just a lot harder for Westbrook with Capella on the floor. So he got his ass out of there. Um, Hate to see it, honestly, but it is what it is. On to my top ten. So we got Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge is a motherfucker. He's like thirty-five years old. Um, solid pro. He's been he's been on the Spurs now for like a couple years. And what 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 can we say about Lamarcus? Um, has an unstoppable post fade. Um, what else? Um, he's been averaging twenty his whole life. He's probably gonna average twenty for the next five more years. Um. He's been he's been very durable, man. You gotta like listen. The Spurs know how to how to run their players. He's played over seventy games every single year. He's been on San Antonio, man. It's just it's just it's a, they're a factory, bro. They just get these players out and get the most out of them. It's like it's kind of scary, bro. Um, listen, Aldridge made isn't the rebounder of the last two. You know he's, but he's never really been a, like a dominant rebounder. Part of that is he's been a power forward for the most part of his career. He hasn't really ever since probably maybe even ex- excluding the last couple years of Portland when he was on the Blazers when he was getting 10, 11 boards a game. Um, well he hasn't really been been like that, and so I mean for me, like I said, bro, it's it's tough. It's tough to rank these guys, man. Um, when you have a player like Aldridge who's averaging 19, um, shooting 39% from three, um, just just really provides a lot of versatility to an offense and is really valuable. And to see him do it at age 35 is, is really cool, incredible. Shout out LA. On to number nine, we have DeAndre Ayton. Man's in year two got got busted for some weed. Unfortunately, he's not a football player because then, you know, he'd be he'd be valid. But I think he got suspended like thirty games. But um, even with that, man, DeAndre Ayton. When I see DeAndre, the first thing I think of is energy. He brings he brings the energy. Um, you can tell when he plays that he loves the game. Right now he's averaging 19 with 12 boards, a defensive demon. Um, kind of a little bit, got a bit of a midi 
He kind of got his mid-range jump shot. I look forward to seeing him develop that. Over the next couple of years, kid's 21, bro. This kid has such a, a bright future. Um, hopefully, he stays on the right track. Hopefully, the NBA lets him smoke his weed. We'll see what happens with that. He's in a good situation. He's in a great situation with in Phoenix. Uh, he got D-Book. He got Oubre. Um, he's going to get his touches, man. And that's a that's a very nice, solid young core that um is gonna be they're gonna be interesting to watch for sure in the next couple of years. Hopefully they can add one more great piece. They they just need one more great piece, maybe a really good point guard or a dominant scoring wing and uh or or just like a, a, a great two way wing. Honestly they just need they just need a two way wing and they'll be valid. But yeah, they started off really hot this season. You remember when they were like eight and one or seven and one or some shit? And that was without DeAndre too. But let's move on to number eight. All right, Vucevic, Nikola Vucevic. So here's the thing with players like like Vucevic, right? Doesn't get the doesn't have the accolades, doesn't get the the uh, the praise, right? That he deserves. I mean, this man has literally carried. I mean, you can say, Justin, how is he carrying a team? Like, listen, you can still carry a team even even if they aren't successful. Okay, that's just that's just facts. All right, like, and it goes back to what I was saying earlier. As a center, right? What do you value? Is it the defense? Is it the offense? Is it a combination of both? But there's gotta go deeper. Like Busevich. He's so relied upon to score on offense. And it's not saying to say that he's like, oh, he has the capability that he could jump out the gym. But he has to exert so much energy on the offensive end that it does take away from the defense and the amount of energy he could on the defensive end, man. It's just he's not surrounded by the talent. You know what I mean? And um but you gotta respect this man. And respect what he's done for that franchise that has done very little, if at all, to really help him. But that's why I have him at my number eight. On to my number seven. We have, okay, interesting. We have a man who doesn't even start. Yes, sir. I got an I have a bench player as my number. 10, 9, 8, 7 center in the league. And I I was close to even putting him at 6. I really was. And honestly, I have no doubt this guy is going to be top 5 soon. Sure. And he's 6'7". This man is just... A, I talked about Deion Ayton's energy. This man brings energy. He brings the fire. He brings... He brings everything he got on the floor playing 27 28 minutes per game played all 82 last year he's played almost every game this year and uh he doesn't even start he started two games this year man i'm talking about montrez he's six foot seven guys and he is a demon in the paint man like i i really i like watching this guy play 
He's a floor. He's a he's a, a, a an anchor on defense. Uh, I mean, realistically, they need him. They don't have any other. They don't. They have Zubox, and for me, Zubox is still a little goofy, still a little unpolished. And this man at six seven gives them all of the interior defense that that they need. And he's fun to watch, and I'm I can't wait because he's gonna get paid. He's gonna get his contract. And you guys remember? I don't know if you guys remember, but he used to play on the Rockets, man. And the Rockets in the limited minutes that he that he played. He he would he would be flashing around the screen, running left and right. Um, yeah, listen, I'm really high on Montrez. Um, dope dope ass player, but um, I gotta give respect to my to the number six, and it's tough. He's not in the top five because he has he's done a lot, but this because this motherfucker started coronavirus and shit. Um. <laughs> we got Rudy Gobert, aka the Stifle Tower, aka the Corona Creator. The fuck, listen, Rudy Gobert has all the accolades, all stars, blocks, champ, all defensive, defensive player of the years, all NBA's. Like, can't take, you can't knock anything out out away from this guy. This man just blocks everything, dunks everything, grabs every board, and like. As I mentioned in the beginning, like, how are we judging these centers, man? And by that criteria, by the traditional center, he's maybe the best at all of those things. When you take, when you look at blocking every shot, the propensity to do that, the propensity that when they get the ball under the rim, are they finishing? Are they going to put that up and finish? The propensity to grab a rebound, and are, are they're gonna secure that rebound? When you look at those three boxes, not looking at anything else, he might be, he very probably is the best center in the NBA just based off those things. There's not many centers that can do that better, if any, bro. And, um, listen. Uh, he's my number six. Um, they've been there's they have such a great team. They're such a great defensive team. They're they're coached very well. And listen, Gobert Gobert has been he's been locked down for them for years, and I can see him doing it for another five years, which is gonna be super duper dope to watch, man. So shout out Gobert, Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond, who surprisingly got traded to Cleveland. I don't know why he got traded. Why didn't the Cavs trade for him? Does that make sense? I'm trying to think, realistically. I mean, to be fair, Andre Drummond's 26. If Cleveland's trying to make... See, I, I think what I don't like is if Cleveland did this to make him your franchise guy. I think I don't I think that's a mistake. You should not in 2020, you should not build your your team around a a not a center but an Andre Drummond type of center. Who and bro, I'm I I'm not even trying to disrespect Andre Drummond. I think Andre Drummond and I'm paying homage to Dwight Howard. 
But Andre Drummond is probably, and he's only been in the league like six years. Andre Drummond is probably the best rebounder of our generation. This man eats. He's a horse. He is a horse. Andre Drummond doesn't play. He really doesn't. And realistically, I mean, I don't really know what else to say. Um, the the guy's averaging. He he only played. Not I'm looking at when he went to Cleveland. But not going back to Cleveland. Like I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like they're they're. Their front office is so all over the place. Granted, he is an elite player in his prime. Or entering his prime. Actually, in his prime. But, like, you guys have... You guys are missing so much. You guys are so untalented. The kid Sexton... We... I... I I want to say he can play... But there's reports people talk about. I think Kevin Love even talked about that. He doesn't really know. He said, I think he said he doesn't know how to play basketball. You guys have a, a, a an interesting contract in Kevin Love. Oh, I should say interesting. It's a terrible contract in Kevin Love that you they need to get rid of. Um, I think they were trying, but they definitely can't. I just think, I just don't know what a Kevin Love, Andre Drummond backcourt is doing for you. I really don't. I feel like Detroit. I mean, the, but Detroit had Christian Wood, and I think Christian Wood is is really. He's not. I'm not saying he's gonna fill it, like fill his shoes, but Christian Wood is not gonna. Um, they're not gonna miss Drummond. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. They're really not. And that, has, like I said, that's nothing to do with Drummond. Um, but he's top five. He's probably the fifth best center. He's he's a souped up version of Montrez. Um, and yeah, let's keep it going. Number four. Number four, Demontis Sabonis. You know what's crazy? He's American. I I just I just realized that with a name like that, I'm shocked. He's he's American. I'm sure his his father's from like Yugoslavia or some shit. But listen, Demontis Sabonis, a player that has killed me in fantasy. And I'm not even talking about what he's done against me. I'm talking about what he's done to Miles Turner. I drafted Miles. Oh, I'm about to get angry. I drafted Miles Turner, I think, second overall. Second or third overall, guys. Miles Turner. And this man has single handedly damn near ended Miles Turner's career, bro. He turned Miles Turner into a backup. And Miles Turner was like leading the league in blocks last year for like a, um, two months or some shit. But DeMontis Sabonis, I don't know how he did this, but he went, he turned a deep team that took LeBron seven games to um, being a role player on that team to being the best player on it, on the team in one year. It makes no sense. Man's dropping 19 points per game, five assists, over 12 rebounds. Um, what else can I say? What hinders him is a little bit his three-point shooting. He doesn't take he he only takes one three a game. Um, 
which is really isn't it's really not that bad uh but for someone who has the ball in his hand so much you would like him to be a little more efficient and effective with the rock that's why his PER is really not as high as his stats signify you know the production is um, is great but it it leaves some to be desired but the kid's 23 years old like it really amazes me how good these players are at such a young age it's ridiculous like it's honestly insane bro i don't i don't even want to talk about it yo i need him you need to stop fucking around or pacers you need to trade miles turner because y'all getting me tight but here we go top three now all right two and three guys i'm i'm sorry if you're a fan of either of these two but it's just so close that honestly i'm struggling i'm really struggling oh but we're back we're back on the foreign vibe Another all-star from Cam- Cameroon. I should say another superstar from Cameroon. Nah, let me not say that. I don't think Pascal. I think Siakam's on the verge of superstardom. I don't think he's a superstar yet. But Embiid is. And that's my number three. A lot of people say, no. Nah. Actually, I'm not even going to say that. Because I don't think there's there's no argument for Embiid being the best center in the league. There really isn't. At all, number one is solidified and it's not changing um, for the time being. But Embiid is number three, but there's an argument for him being number two. Now, let's talk about this, right? So Embiid's averaging 23 a game, 1.3 blocks, almost one steal, almost 12 rebounds. He's shooting at a 35% from three, which is excellent. It's really it, it's really good for a big man. And he's taking damn near four threes a game. So it's impressive. It really is impressive. Now, his field goal percentage is a little low at 47%. We'd like to see that a little closer to 50, especially being a big man. And and being as close to the rim as he is. With that being said, Embiid probably has the best footwork for a big man of this generation. Like, he's, excuse me, he's uh, channeled his, he's channeled Hakeem Olajuwon. Um, his footstep, his footstep, his footwork. You saw what he did to LeBron in the All-Star game. Um... His footwork is is marvelous. Free throw percentage excellent. You know, assists. It's what really is bothering me is that he took a pretty sizable step back. Now I know he he's had injury problems, and that's really also kind of affecting me in 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 ranking them. The injuries have been an issue, but he went from averaging almost twenty eight points per game. Yo, this man should be a thirty. Points per game score and it's getting me angry because he should be that pro third. He averaged, he averaged twenty eight and almost fourteen last season, shooting a better percentage from the field. Granny shooting a lower percentage from three, but if that if if shooting the three is really gonna hinder you, 
that much. And I don't think it. it's not about shooting the three because he's barely taking. Um, he, he actually shot more threes last year. So it's not about him taking more threes. Um, and I, I honestly, I I should be watching more seven um Philly games. I don't watch as many 76ers games as I should. But, I mean, he's played 44 games this year. The minutes have gone down. He's playing minutes from similar to uh, his second year in the league. And I'm talking, like, his second year playing because we know he didn't play for, like, two years. Uh, which is kind of crazy, honestly. But, man, listen. He's 25. Uh, when does he turn 26? Oh, he just turned. He just turned 20. Oh, no, he's 26. Yeah, yeah, no, he's 26 years old, bro. He's entering his prime. There's no reason he shouldn't be averaging 30. And it's pissing me off because he's so talented, man. On both ends of the floor, bro. He has the he could he should be he should be challenging Carl Anthony Towns is the best center in the league, bro. And I just told you my number one center in the league. Carl Anthony Towns is the best center in the league. But I'm going to number two right now because that's the Joker, bro. And it's sad that he has a man that's built like a fucking he's built like a fucking Teletubby. Motherfucker. Jokic is such an has such an unathletic body type. And he's I'm not even gonna say another he's not athletic. I mean he's seven foot and you know he can move, but he's not an he's not an athlete, you know what I mean? Yo, what the fuck? Listen, bro. And Jokic is another one who um really hasn't taken another leap forward. He's a, how old is Joker? I think he's like he's he's twenty four. No, he just he's twenty five, entering he's about to enter his prime prime. Some would say he's already in his prime prime. Um, and and where I would defend Joker is that he is a much better passer. He, he Joker might be the best passing big man ever. And I'm I'm trying to think. Um. And I just thought of something. I don't know why, but I I was trying to compare. I wanted to compare. Oh, I I know. So remember when I was talking about the Cavaliers and I don't know why I'm going back to this now, but I'm I was trying to say that the NBA isn't what it was when Moses Malone was damn near the best player in the league, dropping thirty and fifteen. Like that's not where the NBA is anymore. Anyway. We're back to where we are right now. And Jokic is the best passing big man ever at me. I dare you. Tell me, who's better? Passing big man? I'm talking big man. Kevin Durant's not a big man, even though he's like eight feet tall. But honestly, Jokic is a better passer than Durant. What am I even talking about? What the fuck? Anyway. I don't, I don't think Jokic will ever average more than twenty five points per game in his life. I just don't think he he wants to do that. I don't think, he, I think he can, and definitely if he improved his three a little bit, he should, for a big man taking 
uh, almost like three and a half threes per game, shooting at 30, 31, 32 percent. That's fine. That's really that really is good. Um, because they're all open shots, you know. As a no big man is gonna gonna play Jokic that high up over the league. I mean, on the three point line. But what really like what really put him over? What really put him over Embiid to me? Even though Embiid is the way better defender, Jokic is passing. The fact that Jokic didn't really take a big step down. For somebody who's not as athletic, he's more durable, and it's it he he just doesn't really get hurt. Um, seriously, he's played over seventy, over seventy three games every single year, which is amazing. Uh, his minutes, I granted, aren't the highest, but he can be afforded that because his team is very deep. They have so many guards; it's ridiculous. So many guards, so many good forwards. Denver's Denver's loaded. They just traded Malik Beasley, who I was a big fan of, and I think Malik Beasley's gonna be, he's gonna emerge. I think Malik Beasley's super duper duper talented. But I mean, I don't really know what else much more I can say. Jokic is Jokic is, he's just the man, bro. Shooting a better field goal percentage, which should not ha- be happening. It really shouldn't. <laughs> um, but I think Embiid's gonna. I he should take take over as the second best big man in the league. He should. If he doesn't, it'd be a travesty. Cause the man is gifted. Now going on to the best big man. In the NBA, and somebody who, who general managers, and I'm not even talking today, general managers like I think last year or a couple years ago said that they were to take anybody in the NBA and start a team, they would pick Carl Anthony Towns. Man, I mean, I don't really know what I can say about this man, and he's been hurt, bro. But when I tell you, when this man plays, he is just unfair. He's a cheat code. He's shooting 41.2% from three. Shooting over 50% from the field. He's taking eight threes a game, guys. He's averaging 27. He's a de- He plays defense, too. He can handle the ball. Not really, but kind of. Like... He played all 82 games his first three years in the league. I don't know. That doesn't matter, but it's it's incredible. God. Played 77 after that. He, got, he missed five games. Granted, this year he got hurt. But that doesn't matter, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting frustrated because there shouldn't be a center. There should never be a center this talented, bro. Like it, it's really amazing what this kid is doing, and he's from Jersey. That's crazy. I didn't know he's from Jersey. Shout out Jersey. Okay, that's that's close to me. I mean, listen. Like I said, there really is no argument about Carl Anthony Towns not being the best in the league. Um, it's really, it's. I think Minnesota's coming. They're up next. I think they're going to be scary with D'Angelo, with Malik Beasley, 
Juancho's a solid, solid big. Nothing special though. Um, he's serviceable. Carl Anthony Towns. Who else? Who's their small forward? I don't know. But that's a very out that's a very good foundation. A very good foundation. I was about to say Robert Covington, but he's on Houston now. Um but listen, that wraps up my top ten series. Uh yo, if you guys liked it, it took a lot of time. So if you guys liked it, you guys wanna drop a like on the video, subscribe if you're new. Let me know. Give me suggestions. Make sure you guys uh ask me to do to do certain things. I'm gonna kinda be Going with the flow, talking about what's happening. I mean, we're in a weird time. Hopefully, you guys see this video. But shit, that was my top 10. I just ranked every fucking... If y'all want me to do like a top 10 overall, even though that's kind of unnecessary, to be honest. But we'll see, guys. Thank you for watching. I'm out. Peace.